Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we receive utterance in the name of Jesus, even as you bless your people today in the name of Jesus. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. My opening scripture is from Psalm 89. Psalm 89 verse 1 reads, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn to my servant David, your seed I will establish forever and build up your throne to all generations. And the heavens will praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness also in the assembly of the saints. Praise the Lord. If you look at it closely, this is a messianic Psalm, not written by David, written by Ethan. And quickly, the comment of Jack Hayford here, it says, the first 37 verses, yep, He was praising and reminding himself of the covenant of the God made with David. And some serious things were said there. But from 38, he began to lament. Because he was saying, Haven't said this much, and I know you, and I've done. Does he mean, look at 38. But you have cast off and abhorred. You have been furious with your anointed. Really? You have renounced the covenant. Uh, it says, my covenant, I will not fail. But by the time he was finishing that, look at verse 52. Say, blessed be the Lord forevermore. <laughs> Amen. Now, why? Because man gets weary along the way. That was Ethan. But look at the things he was saying about David. And three things, four things I'll quickly pull out of this before I continue. The first thing, he said, ah, we've seen your covenant with David. We have seen it. Ah, you said, even if his children fail, ah, your mercy you will never remove. <laughs> Somebody shout mercy. Alright. You said, you said, I will not lie to David. You are saying that concerning, as it were, see what he was saying. He was saying to David certain things. So, first conclusion anywhere you see the mercy of God, he's talking about his covenant. 89. Ethan wasn't talking so much of himself, he was saying, Ah, we've seen you in your character when it comes to you and relationship with people. You and David, you swore to him. We've seen you. When it comes to mercy, we are defining, I wrote it, I said, the only thing that really projects its mercy and establishes it 
in a physical realm. It's his mercy. Another thing you draw from there quickly is the fact that, ha <laughs> Even when your covenant child is misbehaving, your mercy is such that you will chastise him back to God. You are not the one to cast away. So much mercy. Yeah. So he now began to wonder. He didn't have to wonder. You know what was what concluded this? Somebody said, what he realized was this: that God is able to bring all the covenant promises to I mean to be, to bring it to life, even years after that physical person has gone. If he says your child, see your throne will never like a like a son, he meant it. Over 1,000 years after David had physically died, Jesus was born. The son of David. Someone say covenant mercy. Oh no, I'm looking for somebody that is here. Glory be to God in the And so God will never deal, another thing, God will never deal with you and I except through his covenant. That means that his mercy defines our relationship. And what makes it interesting for me is this that these people, saints of old, knew this. So why would he say, I will sing? If he was still going to lament, he said, Well, you said it, and we've seen things happen, but only now I begin to wonder. But I will sing. And I quickly want to put it to you that was an act of his will. Is somebody hearing me? Aren't you glad church is back? And let me assure you again, in the name of Jesus, Corona will be far from you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. A thousand, a thousand, over a thousand years, Jesus was born, and that throne became permanent. You one of the titles of Jesus, the Son of David. The throne is everlasting. The throne is eternal. David. David knew how to deal with God. And the interesting thing is that that was the idea of being a saint in the Old Testament. You knew who you were and what you are. I was seen. What does that mean? Intentionally. A deliberate action. It's an act of my will. Why will I sing? Because this mercy thing is such a mystery. I cannot totally unravel it. But the much I have discovered is the reason I'm floating. Hallelujah. Is the reason I cannot sink. Glory be to God in the highest. And it's still unraveling. This thing called mercy. And the truth is that you cannot really talk of God without his mercy. They knew that. I will sing of the mercy of the Lord. For how long? Forever! Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Many things to sing about, but no. My choice, my primary choice is his mercy. How many of you know that you can sing two songs at the same time? When I'm occupied with singing his mercy, I don't have a room for singing hot, hatred, anger, jealousy. I don't have. I'm too busy. Glory be to God. I will sing. It's an act of the will. It's an intentional thing. No wonder most of them were the way they were. 
And you know what really interests me? We start the better cars. Like I told them before service, I want to tell it to you. Your future has much more than you can ever imagine in the name of Jesus. The possibilities of your future, if, God, if only you will catch it, Abba, you will almost develop into to so. I'm not joking. There was something they knew. And I just pray God that in the next 20 minutes I'm able to at least offload a bit of, them, of it. The mercies of God. I have always said the mercies are built up forever. Your mercies are built up forever. And they really are. Now, look at what Moses said about it. Exodus 34, 6 and 7. Exodus 34. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Okay. Okay. Exodus 34, 6 and 7, I read. It says, And the Lord passed, hear this, this is Moses writing this, and he was saying something that happened between him and God. And the Lord passed before him, now reported, and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercies for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sins, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity. Oh, my shaka, you can go on on. But look at what he says. The Lord the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth-keeping mercies for thousands. I remember in the church I served many years ago, we sing this song a lot. He forgives iniquities, forgives transgressions, reserves mercy for thousands. What a God of mercy he what a God of mercy you are. Yeah. You forgive iniquities, forgive transgressions, reserves mercy for thousands. That was Moses. Moses knew something. As we go on, you discover that the Bible says Moses knew the ways of God. But the children of God knew the acts of God. Please permit me. We students today, most of us are craving for his acts. But he would rather we know his ways. His ways will always produce his acts. His acts will not necessarily produce his ways. Please hear me well. My wife, my children, my health, my finances, my business, my popularity, my hair, my hair, my hair. These are ancillaries, these are benefits. By the time you tell me all of your benefits, I say, what's your salary? Because it's your salary that will take to go see why would they want to pay you this much? What do you have? Because if you're not the one, the anybody that occupies that place, we have all these benefits. But you negotiate your salary when you know your worth. The last person might have taken 1,000. That's all right. But I know my worth. And I know where I'm coming from. 10,000. The benefits are still there. Moses knew God, just like we have seen. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7 in verse 9. 
Still talking about Moses. Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. And he repays those who hate him to their face. What a God of mercy he is. Glory be to God in the highest. Now you can see the understanding of Moses. And let me quickly feed you in about this Moses before I leave him. Why would we see the last one we read? Where we went, in the book of Exodus we read where he said, Lord, the Lord, the Lord God, you know. That was in answer to Moses' request. When God said to him that, look, you're hanging here for too long. Come on, take this your people, God told him. Take this your people and go to the land which I've promised their forefathers. And he said to him, it's a land filled with milk and honey. It's a good land. And my promise is to give it to them. I have a deal with their forefathers. Moses says, sir, they are your people. And why will you tell me to take them when you are not telling me that you will come with me? Moses was saying, I know you. You are a covenant-keeping God. No matter how beautiful that place may be, no matter how wonderful that place may be, no matter how much of promise of covenant promise you are keeping, where does this leave me? I'm a covenant child. I'm part of your covenant. And the covenant is that you come with me. Of course, long story short, it says, my presence will go with you. And I will give you what? Rest. Wow. And you will have thought that would be enough. He went further. And I didn't get there. Say, if I have found grace with you, that was where he was saying, I'm a child of God with you. If I found grace with you, if I found favor with you, if your mercy is with me, then come on. God said, okay, I'll come. On the ground of mercy, I'm coming. And I will give you rest. On the ground of mercy. He said, good. If that's the case, on this ground of mercy, show me your glory. On this ground of mercy, there is more for Taiwo. If you like to keep quiet in church, that's all right. On this ground of mercy, there are greater glories ahead. In the name of Jesus, show me your glory. Who dare is only on the ground of the covenant that you can take. I know the interesting thing. You and I have better covenant based on better promises. If Moses could do that much more, I. There's a lot more to explore in my future. Mm. On the ground of the covenant I have with God. Can you see Moses' understanding? Can I be frank with you? I'm waiting for a testimony next week. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Here, David in Psalm 25. Glory be to God in the highest. David in Psalm 25. Hallelujah. Verse 10. David said, All the parts of the Lord are mercy, and through all. Uh-uh. So the question is, about this God. Is it not the same God that David knew? That Moses knew? 
Christ? How do you know him? Can you see how David thought of God? I read again verse 10. All the parts of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. Look at 86, 15. Praise God. David is still speaking here. But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy and truth. Can I read the next verse? Oh, turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servants and save the son of your maid servant. Can I say, it's on the ground of his mercy, anything and everything. Can you see that? Can you see, can you see Moses' conviction of God compared to David's conviction of God? The same thing. Can you see that? We can go on. Look at David still in 145. Look at 145. Look at verses 8 and 9. David here again speaking. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. <laughs> How do you know the God yourself? How do you know him? Slow to anger and great in mercy. The same thing. So, pinch them from their sleep. This is what they know of God. Huh. After the fire. We are going higher. Yes, we are. We are going higher today. We are going higher. Yes, we are. Sitting with Jesus already. Sitting above the shadows. Right in the presence of God. Right in the presence of Jesus. We have gone higher today. I'm talking of the mercies of God. What is has accomplished for you and I? Huh. Sit down. Psalm 45. See what it says in verse 6 and 9. I think I started reading it. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all. Good to only David. Come on, talk to me. I can't hear you. Oh, good to, good to only Paul. No, good to only the Archbishop. Good to only Papa Deboye. Oh, only Bishop Mike. Oh, only Bishop Oedepo. Oh, maybe only Pastor Taiwo. He's good to all. Glory be to God. And what is Christ is for the all to know that he's good to them. That's all. And his tender mercies. Can you hear David? It's over some. Come on, talk to me. So that means that where you are sitting today, God is good to you. Will you appropriate it? Will you understand it and begin to appropriate it? Where you are today, that his mercies are over you. Come on. And crying and wallowing in pity and looking to man for help where they may disappoint you a thousand times before the night falls. You can say, I want to sing of the mercies of the Lord. And see what begins to happen. Can you see the understanding? 
here David is among the three. He said, Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Oh my soul. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Oh. And forget not his birth. And forget not. It was something that they did intentionally, ever meditating, ever singing of the mercies of the Lord. You know what they say in effect by that? I will never forget the covenant I have with him. It says, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destructions, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Verse 4b. Say, who crowns you? David knew that God crowned him with loving kindness. Loving kindness, one which express the message of God in the Old Testament. Is that loving kindness, steadfast love, is compassion. It's the same set of words are used interchangeably. His favor, his grace. He said grace in the Old Testament. Of course, it's Exodus 33, you see there. These are the whole family of words. They lived their life based on the mercies of God. The truth is, remove the mercy of God, there's no covenant. Let me say it again. Remove God's covenant, there's no relationship with man. So if I have one relationship with him, I have a covenant with God and it's through the mercies of the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 136, you talk of singing of his mercies. Psalm 136. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. See what, see, 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 see what he says in Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Come on, somebody help me. For he is good. For his mercies endure it. What? Oh, give thanks to the God of gods. For his what? Mercies endure it forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords. For his mercies endure it forever. To him who alone does great wonders. For his mercies endure it forever. To him who by wisdom made the heavens. For his mercies endure it forever. To him who laid out the earth above the waters. For his mercies endure it forever. To him who made great the great lights. For his mercies endure it forever. The sun to rule by day. For his mercies endure it forever. The moon and stars to rule by night. For his mercies endure it forever. To him who struck Egypt in their firstborn. For his mercies endure it forever. And brought out Israel from among them. For his mercies endure it forever. With strong hand and with an outstretched arm. For his mercies endure it forever. To him who divided the red sea in two. For his mercies endure it forever. And made Israel pass through. For his mercies endure it forever. God has not finished yet. He's just starting with you. But remember, exploit is based on knowledge. Pastor, it's all Old Testament. What about New Testament? Because what we are seeing here is this from 136 that all of God's actions were motivated and are still motivated only by His mercy. And His mercies endure forever. Lamentations chapter 3 22 to 24. 
Everything he does is based on his mercy. And then, why, why don't they get exhausted? Why do you think it's about fresh? Why do you think, oh, fresh? Glory be to God in the highest. Look at Jesus. Everything he did on earth, he was moved by compassion. Otherwise, he wouldn't do nothing. Just some few verses. Mark 1, 40 to 45. Glory be to God in the highest. I read quickly. 40. Now a leper came to him. Are you here? If you're here, say amen. Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with what? Is it okay? Come on, help me, help me. Then, come on, help me. Then Jesus moved with compassion, did what? stretched out his hand and told him and said to him I am willing be cleansed as soon as he has spoken immediately the leprosy left him what moved Jesus his compassion okay look at Matthew 14 13 to 14 Matthew 14 13 to 14 hallelujah glory be to God in the highest I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I know I'm preaching to me. If you had one shout, glory be to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew 14, 13 to 14. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. Hallelujah. That was the death of John the Baptist uh-huh. by himself. But when the multitude heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went, went out, he saw the great multitude. Verse 14. He saw the great multitude. And he was, come and help me. Uh, maybe I should face these people. And he was what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And he was moved with compassion for them. So what happened? He healed their diseases. Hallelujah. <laughs> Matthew 20, 29 to 34. To let you see that it's not limited to the Old Testament. Matthew 20, 29 to 24. 29 to 34. Hallelujah. Now, as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him, and behold, two blind men sitting by this road, uh, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, come on, everybody shout it, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet, but they cried out the more, saying, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had what? Come on, help me. Help me. Glory be to God in the highest. They got their side. Hear me. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm saying to someone here in the name of Jesus, regardless of what is piling up against you, there's a future. In the name of Jesus, there's a future. On account of the mercy of God. Hallelujah. That's the future. That is the reason why the crooked will be made straight. The reason why the rough will be made smooth. 
Is this why the valley should be will, be will be filled up? Is this why the mountain shall be brought low? Does he ever say that you have a position? You should be excited when it's your position. Knowing who you are and what you have, glory be to God in the highest. I'm glad you are in church. Even Corona has failed to stop you. <laughs> He's stopping Timmy thousands, but not you. And that the same way can't stop you in any area of your life in the name of Jesus. Here Paul talk about the mercies of God. First in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 in verse 3, 2 Corinthians 1, 3. Hear what he said. He said, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. Even the New Testament saints recognize him as the Father of mercies. And the God of all comfort. So God will not show you mercy in one direction and withhold in another direction. We have learned, I don't know where we got our teachings from. We compartmentalize God. When it comes to provision, God meets my need. When it comes to healing, it's a struggle. I don't know. When it comes to salvation, I know that I'm saved. But when it comes to healing, Will God save me? Will God heal me? He's the God of mercies for every area of your life. Ephesians chapter 2, look at that quickly. To just let you know that mercy is the reason for even the New Testament. Is mercy, mercy, mercy. So mercy said, No, I will never let you go. I will never let you stay away. You don't have to be afraid. Mercy said, No, sin will never take control. And darkness tried to steal my heart away. Come on, somebody with her. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mercy said no. Verse 4 of Ephesians 2. But God who is rich in mercy. That's even in the New Testament. He's rich in mercy. They are new every morning. They fail not. Because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive, is the basis for everything God does on earth is his mercy. That's why we are born again. You find the same thing in the the book of Peter. I can continue, but let me stop. And just to say here that it's not enough for you to say, I've learned some things about mercy today. How is it going to benefit you? If you cannot bring it to bear your, on your life, of what good? And that's why in the church you have a lot of people that know a lot of stuff. But, and that's why I always want to say this. Whatever you learn from here, they are intro for you to go and carry out your studies. 
Even in the normal schools you go to, when we finish teaching you, if you don't go back to do assignments and submit your assignments, you don't understand. You must go back to read. You must go back to study. Many people say to me, now I'm so, so pleased. And they are giving me assignment. But you are getting assignment every day from here. Go back and carry the note and say, let me look at what pastor was saying. And come back and tell me that you are not growing. And so I just want to quickly let you into this. How can I? So now that I know this, what should become my attitude? How can I activate this if it's the same for Moses, Daniel, David, Joseph, Paul, so on, and they still continue? What's wrong with me? Number one, Jesus said something in Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Matthew 5, 7. I want you to look at it quickly because it will help you to really appropriate now that you know. Matthew 5, 7. What does he say? Shall we read together? Blessed are the what? For they shall what? Jesus said it. I said, Jesus said it. Look at Luke 636 quickly. Luke 636. Shall we read together? The one, the first way for you to appropriate and make manifest this mercy that is on you, that is being made available to you, that you swim in, as it were, show mercy. If you are merciful, you can't relate without mercy. Spilling out. Blessed are the merciful. Jesus said it. Isn't God faithful? Okay. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, Glory be to God in the highest. And one sure way is when Job prayed for his friends. Come on, there's somebody. His friends didn't lose anything. Instead, they were making life more difficult for him. They thought they were doing the best, their best. They thought they were advising them. But God said, please keep quiet. Shut up. You are definitely counsel with your ignorance. They were talking and they were making it tougher, tougher for him. And by the time God finished speaking, they were looking where to, they were looking at where to hide. Then God said, he said, go and pray for them. By the time he was praying for them, by the time he would finish, 100% restoration, better than what he had before. In James chapter 1, the Bible says to pray for one another. You know why? Because it starts by reminding us of Job and his friends. I see the mercy of God defining your future, defining your marriage, defining the life of your children, defining your finances, defining your work with the master, in the name of Jesus, I see the mercy of God in everything you do. The first one, show mercy. Be merciful. So number two, Hebrews 4.16, it says, if we have such a high priest who left everything and made himself available and now he's standing there interceding for us, come on. So let us come how? Boldly. That the devil will contend what you are hearing. It will make you feel like you used to feel. You say, no, ah, no, like Moses. If I found favor, then in the name of Jesus. It requires boldness. Is somebody hearing me? Number three. It's time to publicize it. Sing it. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Jesus Christ said, you will receive what? Power. 
power when the Holy Ghost has come for you to do what? To be my witness. Come up through your mouth. Don't hold it. Don't, ha- don't hold it. Mark 5, 19 to 20. Look at it quickly. Mark 5, 19 to 20. Yes. Mark 5, 19 to 20. Listen to this. Um, however, Jesus did not permit him, that is, the demoniac of Gadara, after he was delivered. Maybe go to, let me go to 18. And when Jesus got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. Shall we read the next slide together? And how he has had what? Compassion on you. Now go tell everybody how Jesus has had compassion on you. When you do that, it increases grace on your life. That's why we sing. He's put a new song in my mouth. Old songs, old things have passed away. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Let the world know. You know why we struggle with evangelism? Because we are hoarding him. We are hoarding his mercies. Even when it's obvious on us. I don't know what we are scared of. Let them know how you got what you got. Some without you, that's their business. You tell them. So he said, go tell them how much God has, what great things has done for you and how much he has had mercy on you. Go tell your people. Rather than follow me. Go tell them. In Matthew 15, verse 31, he said, in the region of Decapolis, when Jesus got there, thousands upon thousands came. Demon possessed, sick, lame, some almost dying. All of them got healed. How did they get to know? Somebody has been publishing. The book of people said, let us give thanks to him. The fruit of our lips Give him praise. I will sing of the message of the Lord with my mouth. I will make known. You can't do this and fail. Show mercy. Publish it. Be bold with it. Hallelujah. It shall rise. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we worship you, we adore you. Thank you for your word today. Thank you because your word that has gone forth will never return to you void. To accomplish the reason for which you have sent it. That in the lives of these ones, both on the internet and here, there will be short testimonies of your faithfulness. In the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you in Jesus' name. Now, if you are sick in your body, and I'm not joking, I want you to receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. We are drawing, we are agreeing, all of us here and on the platform, we join our faith together. Whatever two or three of us shall agree concerning touching there on that shall be done. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity in Jesus' name. I speak wisdom to the handlers of your case, surgeons, nurses, doctors, consultants, in the name of Jesus. And I speak to your body. I say, let your body respond to treatment. I say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. I release the peace of God over your lives. The lives of your spouses. The lives of your children. I say in your home, let there be peace in the name of Jesus. Let the joy of the Lord define the atmosphere of your life henceforth and of your home in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.